Hey guys, I'm Aaron from Little Heroes Comics, and you're listening to Tim Pod Radio. You can catch us at www.littleheroescomics.co.uk. Okay. To start out, uh, could you uh, let us know how you got into cosplay? Like, well, for my entire childhood, I think I started when I was like seven. I was a theater kid, and I realized once I graduated high school, because I lived in Bozeman, Montana at the time, there was nothing. I was the only one that learned the costuming and the makeup and the tech side of things there. So I had the skill set to do this and I needed a creative outlet. So I just started making costumes and doing things for the fun of it. And I came to find out through some uh, mutual friends of a couple people I still know that that is called cosplay. And I I didn't know that was a thing until they brought that to my attention. Uh, Were you into much like pop culture things like comics and such a little bit uh growing up my mom was still really old-fashioned because i was born on on the cusp of technology it existed but it wasn't uh, an integrated part of everyone's life so even though like like cable and every video games and everything existed when i was a kid we, we didn't have them we didn't use them we didn't really do much until i remember it was a, I was in a dentist's office, and I picked up a Spider-Man versus Doc Ock comic book, and I was just completely enthralled. It was, it was the coolest thing I'd ever seen. Cool. Uh, what was your first actual cosplay costume that you made for an event or something? Hmm. Because of my screwy timeline, that's kind of a hard one. Hmm. The first costume I made, my first classic Harley suit, actually, that one was made out of spandex, and I call her Sad Clown, because the uh, I drew the mask on and it looked really strange, and the the gesture horns drooped in a way that just made made it look like the, when Harley's animated sad in the animated series they drooped down. Yeah. Yeah, it looked it looked like that. Do you remember uh, the first time somebody came up to you for a photo or anything at an event? Yeah, I couldn't believe they wanted a photo with me. It was um, Holiday Mitsuri 2015, which was my first ever convention, and someone wanted a picture of my Harley. It was like one of the uh, comic coverage guys. I still I still work with those guys quite a bit. Like they're fantastic. 
And I was just in complete and utter disbelief because it was my first day in the first costume I'd ever made at the first convention I'd ever been to. Mm. Uh, we we all know like when people take photos, it's it's best like you know you go up and ask people permission to take their photos. And mm -hmm. well, it's what you should do. We know some people don't do that and stuff. I don't uh, understand why they don't. You're gonna get a better photo if you ask, as opposed to some screwy candid shot. Yeah, that's why I discussed with somebody recently. I was like, uh, most cosplayers have poses down and stuff like that and you can get like a good photo uh especially with your armored cosplayers like yeah. if you're just hanging out or eating they've taken off some of the easier to remove pieces of their armor and you're not going to get a full costumed picture unless you ask uh one thing I, i've never actually asked the cosplayer about uh, people coming up and getting photos and stuff is like when you do that, is it a tiring thing? I don't mean like you get tired of it and you don't like people doing it, but is it more like work to have to do it because you go into character a little bit and stuff? I think that's going to vary from person to person. I love it. I am a character actor as well as a cosplayer, so I'm generally in character no matter what. I love interacting with people. I love screwing around. I do, uh, I've got my Harley voice to go along with my Harley costume. I've got a whole Catwoman persona. I get really creepy when I do Zool the Gatekeeper. <laughs> Um, and it, for me, it creates the, the fun interaction that I, I get to have with people, especially when it's little kids, because little kids still have that wonderful suspension of disbelief. Mm -hmm. But for, uh, for some people, it might just be more of a cue to take their pose and then go back to whatever they were doing. Mm -hmm. Uh, when it comes to, uh, photos like we spoke of for some people, it's not like, they're, they're basically jerks about situations like that. Uh... For a new cosplayer, how would you suggest handling people like that? What do you mean? Hand like oh, people, a... like uh, I uh, recently a friend of mine told me that somebody came up and uh, to get a photo, and they were just like snapping pictures like crazy, and they were like, "Whoa, wait a second! Like I gotta get set. I got you know, I was I was eating a hot dog at the time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what I've done when people do that, if they don't listen to me, then I either if they're being really bad, I walk away. <laughs> or I'll just do my thing. I need to get ready, I will get ready. And if you're just gonna keep taking photos, then you're just gonna have a ton of photos of me getting ready because you didn't wait. Yeah. My, uh, my policy, What what is the cursing policy on this show? Oh, you can say. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, my policy has always been do no harm, but take no shit. Yeah. So if you're being a dick to me, you're, you're like, I've been groped several times and my favorite thing to do is smile sweet and innocent, look at the guy and go, hey, can you do me a favor? Get your hand off my ass mm. loud as I can because it, it draws attention yeah. and it generally I call people out but the sad thing is I've gotten kind of accustomed to some of the, the harassment that happens at conventions so it, it doesn't shock me anymore newer mm. cosplayers I just it still might come as a bit of a shock factor and <laughs> if that's the case I would stick with a group of friends that you trust that you know will have your back if you freeze up uh, that's like a negative at new cosplayers might have to encounter what do you think is a surprising positive that new cosplayers might have to encounter people loving your stuff honestly yeah. like you're, you're never prepared for that the first time that i had a kid run up and ask me if i was the real harley quinn and then <laughs> want me to sign something i i couldn't stop giggling yeah that must be a really cool it's, feeling it's kids it's kids always going to be kids are kids the your favorite uh, people to deal with at conventions for the most part as long as they're I mean, I use the term well-behaved loosely simply because kids are kids. Like, I'm not going to expect them to be perfect little angels. 
but I'm talking like no screaming, no throwing things, things yeah. like that. Um, generally, they're really excited and they want to see everything and they kind of understand it's a convention, but they also see certain costumes, uh, like the, the really good builds, or you, you see them and they could be like professionally done. And any form of realization that this is fake goes out the window and they're like a kid at Disney World. Um, and it's Yeah, it, it must be like overwhelming sometimes for kids to see characters too. <laughs> and I've always said, I don't care how big you are, I don't care what your opinion on children is. If a kid is addressing you as the character you play that part yeah don't ruin it for the kid yeah uh about how many costumes do you think you've made just like a rough guess <laughs> are we counting the ones for theater because i'm not gonna be uh, able to tell you that uh no let's just uh whittle it down to cosplay got five different versions of harley i only use two of them mm. because the others are just kind of test run for fun or for a shoot um, let's say two Harleys plus the, the sad clown suit, so that's three. Merida, Zulu Gatekeeper, that's five. Uh, Isabella in process, six. Jana, Horseman of War, seven. Uh, I feel like I'm missing stuff. Oh, Black Canary, eight. And then I can't remember the character names, but I did two commissions a while back, so that makes ten. Oh, cool. Do you, I know some cosplayers, like, they don't keep their costumes or wear them a few times, and then they'll either sell them I off them. or they do it. Do you keep all of them? I so, only cosplay... Oh, I lied to you. Eleven, Catwoman. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's my favorite of yours, by the way. Oh, Cat is so much fun. I climb all of the things. I climb so many things. And theoretically soon, I will be making a Doctor Doom and mm. a new Batman cape for a couple friends. That's cool. I've seen some good Doctor Dooms out there. There's some good ones. He goes by Richter Von Doom, and his his costume just, it's been worn so much that it's, it's time for an update. Cool. Uh, do you usually, when you plan to go to conventions, have a couple of costumes? Do you Depends have... on the convention. Yeah. Something like Megacon. If I'm working after parties or events, I might do two or three costumes. Uh, Saturday is always my Harley day. That's the big day. That's when I bring out my best. And that is always going to be Harley Quinn. Um, Zool generally only comes out if it's more of an 80s horror, you know, nostalgic movies themed convention. Or if I'm working with a group of Ghostbusters. Mm. Because I have been mistaken for something from Star Trek when I don't have Ghostbusters with Hmm. Don't ask me how it works, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but I have no shame in wearing the same costume for a few days. Do you have a, like, a, not really casual cosplay, but do you have a costume in case, like, oh, it's been a rough couple of days and I just want to wear something simple? Yeah, I call that my hangover costume. <laughs> Um, I, I pulled the pieces together for this one. I didn't sew anything because it's kind of just normal clothing. I did all the effects makeup, though. That's going to be my Harry Dresden from the mm. Dresden pile. Because oh. it's, a, it's a long duster, jeans, boot, flannel, wig, and a hat. And then you just make yourself look like you've been beat to shit. Yeah. So it's, it's really comfy. It's something I can just kind of walk around and move in. And for those who know the Dresden pile series, which I highly recommend, um... It's a really recognizable costume, and such a great character. He's such a smartass. <laughs> I actually got to meet the author while in that cosplay, and apparently no one really does the makeup work on that. Oh. So when he saw me in like full injury makeup, the first thing out of Jim Butcher's mouth was, Oh my god, it's beat to shit, Harry. I don't see any <laughs> of you guys. 
when it comes to a convention, what would be the one essential thing you bring with you? Not count your costume, per se. Repair kit. Repair kit? Super glue, safety pins, spirit gum, spare makeup, mini sewing kit. Crap ton of safety pins. The last time I wore my black canary, which I have retired, not much of a hero's person I have discovered. Um, the zipper just gave out. Zipper just kind of said screw you, and I like I'm standing in the bathroom with my the, the back the back of my costume open, and because I had like three packages of safety pins on me, a couple girls in the bathroom helped safety pin me into the bunny suit. <laughs> so because I don't Murphy's law will apply. Um, for me when I'm in Harley, I bring straws because I use a water-based makeup and it's white on black hmm. so if i don't have a straw it's very hard for me to drink anything and you really really need to stay hydrated at convention i'd also say something like a like a power bar or protein bar or something because you will forget to eat and convention food is expensive oh yeah especially on the floor at conventions and stuff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> um have you had a uh do you have a story or experience but outside of the convention like uh I know, like, living in Florida, I've been in Orlando and different places a lot, went during conventions, and you're always running into people at McDonald's or somewhere like that. Do you have an interesting story of, like, that you can think of, an experience like that? Yeah. Um, so one of my jokers, my favorite joker, Rolando the Joker, he and I did a Halloween party at ThinkBeat uh, last year, and we were, it was in the Florida Mall, and it was a great party, we both won things in the costume contest, he actually took first, I took third, because that was my sad clown suit, so I didn't have my, my really nice one, but uh, we got lost in the mall trying to find our way back to where we left our cars, <laughs> in full Joker and Harley, people kept stopping us, taking photos, it was great, and then, um, because we were both in full face paint, security didn't like that, so we ended up with a security escort back to our <laughs> car, and we actually got kicked out of the mall. Oh. <laughs> we came in like, we need to ask you to leave. We're like, we're trying, we just don't know which way out is. It reminds me, I was in Orlando uh, visiting some friends. I wasn't cosplaying or anything, but they were cosplaying as characters from Attack on Titan. And they had the whole, like, you know, the mil you've seen it, like, the military dress, kind of. And we went into a McDonald's, because I was just meeting them down there. And, like, the manager had such a problem. <laughs> he was like, y'all are dressed in military things. You're making us nervous and everything. And, and, and then beside us was, like, a Link. Somebody dressed as Link. And we are like, you like Link better than us? <laughs> I'm never going to understand it, man. <laughs> Um, with costumes, and, like, you talk about, like, having repair kits and stuff, how often do you end up, uh, re repairing a costume after a convention? Is it usually you have to repair after, something? After a convention? Almost yeah. every time. Every time. Because I'm a very physical person. I move around, I run around, I've turned cartwheels. Like, I, my costumes are built movie quality for a reason. Um, however, at conventions, I generally, like, there might be a little rip in a scene that I will safety pin, but other than that, I'm generally really helping fix other people because if your costume doesn't break one of your friends will it's just kind of a roulette game to see who gets the break with your theater background are you usually the the person that ends up helping people yes i am convention mom <laughs> i am fun mom uh what is your uh biggest convention you've been to you think Dragon Con. Dragon Con. Um, I've only been once. I really want to go again, but I'm not sure when that's going to be in the cards for me. 
um, hopefully 2019. Uh, what would you think is the differences between cosplaying at a small convention and a big one? It's a different feel. When there's when it's a bigger convention, there's just this there's a buzz, there's this underlying excitement that you don't get at small conventions. Because when you get small conventions, people tend to be a little lazier. They tend to it's it's a relaxing day, like little one day cons. Even I'll admit, like I put my all into my costume, but my character acting isn't up where it generally would be. I'm more relaxed. I'm just kind of hanging out. Uh, when you put people in a big convention like MegaCon, Tampa Bay Comic Con. Dragon Con, C2E2, San Diego Comic Con. You get people giving their all, bringing out their best and trying to one-up their past uh, excursions and one another. Mm-hmm. And it's it's you see so much more because it feels like there's so much more to do. Uh, at conventions, when you're dressed in your cosplay, are you focused on that and being in that character to the point where you don't actually see and enjoy other people's, or you very easily can like be like, oh my god, I love that Batman, or I love that oh, Joker? Oh, no, 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 I switch all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll, I'll generally be in character, especially when I'm Harley and I see like a Batman or someone. Especially Jokers and Batman are my favorites to mess with. <laughs> but, um, and Lokis. Lokis are fun, but if I see something I like, I will break character. It, it's fun for me. It's not mandatory. So I really can do what I want. Um, yeah, no, I've, I have, you know, I'll see something. I'll do my little in-character thing, you know, get some cool photos. Then I'll, I'll break and I go, your bill is absolutely amazing. How long did it take you to do this? And I'll sit and I'll talk with the person because in the end, like, we're cosplayers, we're customers, we're creators, but we're people. Mm-hmm. When you see somebody with a similar costume, is there, like, you look at it and you're like, oh, that's really cool, or is, is there any, like, competition between somebody that does similar costumes to yours? For me, only with Har- Harley and Cat because those are my two loves. Um, there, there's kind of that, as with anything, there's that little bit of competition, but it's also, like, the, oh, they're really good, that's really cool, like, it's... It's this weird split for me. Mm-hmm. It's, un- it's not like, oh, well, I'm better, like, bitchy, nasty. It's like, it's just, it's strange. It's uh, like, they're really good, and that's really cool. Damn it, I wanted to be the better one. But yeah. I, I will admit when I think someone's better than I am. And that's just because, you know what? As, as good as I am, I'm self-taught. There's people who've been doing this a lot longer than me. I'm 21. And I didn't start sewing and making costumes till I was like 16 so I've been doing this for about five years uh do you have uh one thing I I talked to some people about is like their kind of workshop or workstation that they have at home do you want to describe yours that you might have it's kind of all over the place (laughs) like the house (laughs) I, I don't have an area dedicated to working well it's in my living room right now it'll move around depending on where i've got space my cat stays in my room because one of my roommates is allergic so generally when i'd have my setup in my room it cannot be there because she tries to mess with my fabric Mm -hmm. so right now it's in my living room and it's honestly just the sewing machine i don't have a dress form or anything saving up to try to get one but, uh, when it co- do you think dress forms are an essential thing for cosplayers? No, not essential, but they're definitely helpful as a costumer. Because I pattern a lot of my own stuff, and I pride myself on making all of my costumes. 
it would be a lot easier for me to, if I had one of the ones where you can set the measurements to your own measurements, mm -hmm. it would be a lot easier for me to fit the costumes that don't have stretch material in them. Because right now I have to go over to one of my friend's houses, have her pin me into the costume, then we have to pin the costume to where we need to fit it, then we need to very carefully take it off of me without messing anything up. Whereas if I had dress form, I could just do it on the dress form by myself. Uh, what would you say is your uh, greatest strength as a cosplayer, and what would be the one thing you need to work more on? I need to work more on my prop building. I can't do props. Any cool props I have, I have not made myself. Uh, no joking matter, cosplay made my crowbar, and my friend JW made my custom Harley gun. My friend Jen Bellick, I think is how you pronounce her name, is make is uh, I'm commissioning her to make me a Harley Quinn hammer because I don't have one of those yet. Uh, I'd love to be able to do more with props. I understand the concept. I just it's not a strength. Um, clothing, like just clothing and sewing, is definitely one of my strengths. If I can see it, I can make it. Uh, are you a cosplayer that does commission work? I am case by case. Mm -hmm. If people have approached me to commission them classic Harley suits, and I will never commission anyone a classic Harley, partially because my ego says I want my suit to be completely unique, secondly because the way I fit the suit, I have to have the person with me. Mm -hmm. And I don't... The sad reality of it is when people pay for something, some people, not, not everyone, vast majority of people give credit, but some people think that because they've paid for it, they can take credit for it. And I love Harley Quinn. I had, my Harley is something that has helped me through a lot, and I will not let someone else take credit for my Harley work. So, Har Yeah, that, uh, the credit issue has come up on here before when people talk about commissions. And it's a very simple thing, just like when you drop a, a note in your Instagram or something and say somebody commissioned this, or, or I commissioned this for somebody. Even, yeah. like, if you don't want to type it out every single time, put it in your bio. Like, costume by, it lets you link other profiles yeah. in your bio. Now. Simple as that. Uh, what's your feeling towards people crediting when they have a photo with you? Are you? I know, like, people should do it, but do you, are you a person that's like, uh, it's okay, but uh, I don't get angry about it? Or what's your view? What, what do you mean? Like, uh, it's, if I take a picture with you at a convention. Like, oh, and I'm tagging? Yeah. I would really appreciate being tagged, but I know that at conventions things get really crazy and you don't yeah. always remember who people are. Now, I'm going to get annoyed if you tag me wrong and say that that's someone else, but most of the time it's just an honest mistake and people go, oh, let, I'm sorry, let me fix that. Um, really, it is what it is. It's not a huge deal for me because most of the time people will tag the event we were at. And I can find the photos through there. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, yeah. I, the whole credits thing, like, it, it leads to a conversation about, do you look as cosplay, and you might have a different perspective being from a theater background, do you look at it as an art, art form? Because I do, I think it's an oh, art most form. Definitely. Oh, most definitely. There is, there is a difference between cosplay and costuming. And I think that that difference is a love for what you do. 
if you get one of those girls whose boyfriend dragged them, they're not having any fun, I don't care how good their costume is, they're a girl in a costume. If it's someone who's out there loving what they do, I don't care if you made it, bought it, commissioned it, please don't steal it, but if you stole it, I don't care. If you're having fun and you're embracing your character, showing your love for you know, your fandoms and what you do without hurting anyone, please, um, then you're a cosplayer. It's, it's the play side of things. Yeah, it's it's like you have a passion if you're like enjoying it almost like for it, mm-hmm. like if you enjoy it in a way. Uh, have you ever had a cosplay that you worked on and you just couldn't finish? Yes, I started a while back toying with the idea of doing Ariel, and I didn't. I did a test run for Luna Lovegood at. Tampa Bay Comic Con. Yeah, that was Tampa Bay Comic Con. And I wore the costume for all of four hours. No, not even four hours, like an hour and a half before I got bored. So I never completed the costume. And then the one that I still want to do this one, but I'm going to need to get a new wig because I repurposed the wig I got. It's been in the works for about a year and a half now, is uh, Sarah Sanderson, Hocus Pocus. Hmm. That would be a really good one, I think. Yeah. The the corset pat uh, the pattern for the corset as well as the fabric were both custom made for the movie, so it's gonna be really hard to pull off, and I just have not decided that I want to tackle that yet. <laughs> Is there one character and that that one you just may have talked about maybe it that you look at and say like I'd love to do that but I can't? Um, not so much I can't as I won't. For me, I would love to do, there are some builds I would love to do from Black Panther, but like I'm all for do what you want, do what you love, I don't care about like skin color, weight, gender, whatever, but I will never cosplay someone from Black Panther. I'm just going to be blunt here, I don't, I might sound a little horrible, but because I'm not black. Yeah. I'm not gonna take that like there's I feel like there's been a horrible underrepresentation of good black characters and I am not going to you know I'd, I'd feel like I'm stepping in on something yeah as well as part of the joy for me is being as screen accurate as possible and you know I don't think that's really gonna work for me no <laughs> You have appreciation for the costumes, but you just... I would love to commission a piece and do the build. That's something I would adore. I've already picked apart the pattern for the Dora Milaje armor. I am actually doing a custom Dora Milaje leather harness build for Kazuka Motion cosplay, Shalane Demarest. Um, But it's not something I would make for myself. Um, with cosplay, a lot of cosplay, and I ain't gonna say, like, most or anything like that, because it's a huge, like, group of people worldwide, but it seems like photography and having photos taken at events is a huge part of it. Is that a huge part of it for you? I am an industry-trained model, so half the time when I do photo shoots, it's a job booking that I have made, and one of the wardrobe choices they've picked has been one of my costumes. I recently got booked on a shoot, a couple's shoot, and she wanted a wonderful photographer named Genesis. She wanted Harley and Ivy, so we did that. Um, it, it really depends on the, the, the people. Like, It can be so much fun to do photo shoots. It really is, and it's, it's a way to showcase your work and what you do. But I wouldn't say that it's necessarily mandatory for cosplay. Some people don't like cameras, and that's fine. If the, the fun is wearing the costume to the event, do that. If you're like me and you get a little vain at points in time and want to see pretty photos of yourself, then by all means, go do the shoot. Uh, are you a cosplayer that so 
Shadows Prince? Yeah. Uh, I know a lot of people look at uh, the cosplay photography side, the photography side cosplay, as being one of the places where you have to like be wary at times. You do. Oh, you do. There's a difference between a photographer and a creepy guy with a camera. Mm -hmm. uh, um, I'd say just use your street smarts, honey. Mm -hmm. um, my general rule, especially as a model, especially when I've shot high comfort, don't go alone. Always ask, hey, can I bring my friend? Because, I mean, it might be a little awkward for the photographer regardless to just have someone sitting there. But if they say anything other than yes, that's not a professional response and you need to be worried. Don't shoot with them if they don't let you bring a friend. Well, even like me doing this podcast, I've had people, when I've asked people to do it, and they're like, uh, if we're doing it in person, they're like, can I bring a friend? I'm like, sure. And at first, exactly. I, didn't, I didn't even get what why they were asking at first. Because, you know, I'm a man, and mm -hmm. I didn't get why they were asking. And somebody's like, they're bringing protection and i'm like oh oh <laughs> so like i was like oh, it's not even yeah. necessarily protection it's more of a it's a i call them red flag crap mm -hmm. if if you're a photographer interviewer whatever says no you cancel right then and there now i will say the flip side of that it is really bad form to bring a husband or a boyfriend you there yeah yeah like especially like if because you got smited if you, yeah, if you get the, like, the husband or the boyfriend staring you down, it gets yeah. way too uncomfortable. I'd say bring a guy friend. Like, I would bring my friend Josh because Josh is like my brother. He and I have way too many inside jokes. <laughs> and I know him and his girlfriend very well to the point where it is impossible for me to see Josh as a guy. And it's impossible for him to see me as a girl. There's not gonna be like it's we're, it's it's the friends on on equal level. Like it's yeah. But I'd bring someone like that if you can, because even if I don't necessarily see Josh as a guy, like uh, he still is. And if there is any potential for creepy, him just being there deters that. Yeah. Uh, have you ever had a photo shoot that's not like negative like in that way, but just turned out to be like, oh my god, <laughs> you know, bad weather or something like that? I've never had to deal with bad weather type stuff. I have worked with certain someone whose name I will not mention because I don't want to accidentally talk shit, um, who was less than professional and still consistently asked me to do, in his words, ultra sexy shoots for him without any compensation. He just wants me to shoot TF, which as a model, I'll, I'll shoot, but you're paying me Yeah. because this is my job. I have a day job to keep consistent income, but he wanted me to do, have you seen my um, boudoir Catwoman and my boudoir Canary? Uh, I don't think I've seen the Canary. The Catwoman was the one with the lights, right? I think I've seen. Lights. Oh, no, Catwoman. no, no. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, I have yeah. seen that, yeah. He wanted me to do something like that for him for free. Has always that modeling-wise. If I do anything that could be considered high comfort, I'm getting paid. Yeah. I don't care if it's not nude. I'm get If I'm in anything less than, like, shorts and a tank top, I'm getting paid. Um, that brings me to the discussion, and I don't know how big this kind of controversy is, but I know a lot of people seem to be kicking back against, like, uh, bombshell cosplay, or... Oh, like, I don't care. Do what you want. Yeah, like, I don't get that. Like, for one thing, if somebody's actually getting paid and making money at it, that's great. <laughs> More power to you. Yeah. I will say... 
the one thing that is just like, hey, if you're having fun, more power to you, do you do what you want. I will never do it, and I find it slightly annoying when people make things that really shouldn't be sexy, really sexual and sexualized. Like for me, the one that's the one that's always got on my nerves is like the the ultra sexy Rick, Rick and Morty stuff because it's like he's supposed to be like gross old grandpa, and you're wearing tiny shorts and have your tits pushed up to your neck. Yeah, it's almost so like, like if it fits the character in a way, you could do it. Like, and now I think it would be hilarious if someone did that and was like really freaking hot, but then had like gross old man makeup on. Yeah, that would be hysterical. <laughs> but when you see like with the pretty blue wig and the glamour makeup, and you're like, okay. Oh. Uh, um. Again, like if they're having fun and they love what they do, more power to you. It's not something I will do. Yeah. And like, uh, and I believe this. I believe cosplay is for anyone, and it's for everyone who wants it to is. do it and have fun. And I have been told that some people consider me part of the cosplay elite, and that actually pisses me off because cosplay shouldn't be about elitism. It should be about having fun, doing what you love, and people just need to leave everyone else alone. And what would make somebody elite, anyways? Apparently, uh, <laughs> quality character acting. Basically, you know, if you look like you could walk straight out of a movie. We're talking, we're talking Five O First, um, Alice. And Tabitha, Jessica Negri, and I'm not—I'm nowhere near their level, but that's what some people consider cosplay elite. Um, I don't know if you've experienced this a lot, and I ain't saying it's like a lot, but almost every convention I go to, there'll at least be one or two people that's cosplaying there. That seems like they're not having fun at all. Have you ever experienced that much? It's like, even people with big costumes, and you know, like, oh, you spend a lot of time on that costume. And there's always going to be unrelated factors. Like, they could have just had, like, a really bad morning, or mm -hmm. maybe they're hungover, or not every day can be a good day. It's really what you do with it afterwards. Yeah. I know, I've had that. I went to, um, what was it called? Florida Polycon at the Polytechnic University the other weekend. It wasn't honestly that much fun for me, mm -hmm. but that was because I was going to go as Harley Quinn. I ended up going as Catwoman because my Harley mask went missing, so I couldn't wear Harley. I was supposed to be guesting up in Chicago with the Chicago AOG, but I got really, really sick and was hospitalized for observation, so I missed my flight, even though I'm already paid up for everything. Um, I almost didn't get to go to the con because when I put my Catwoman suit on that day, the zipper split the minute I got mm. it all the way up, and I couldn't get it back down at first. So I almost had two broken costumes, just got out of the hospital, and I wasn't up in Chicago like I was supposed to be. So yeah. it was, and it was a fun little con. I got to, to talk with some cool people. I got to learn how to use a lightsaber a little bit. It was nice to get back into the martial arts side of things I used to do. But it really was kind of a, you know, okay, I'm here so I'm not sitting at home convention. Uh, having, like, one of the big things I think with cosplay, and I've mentioned this before in past episodes, is a lot of people think cosplayers' costumes seem like they, it's like any art. People from outside think it's just burst, you know. There's not that much work going into it. Like, they think about any art like that. That's why a lot of people don't appreciate artists and stuff, is they don't get how much work goes into it. How much work would you say would go into, like, let's say, the first time you did your Harley Quinn costume? The first time I did my Harley wasn't as much as the one I have now, simply because she was my first. Mm -hmm. So I, I found a video online, and I followed it step by step, and there we go, we're done. But the one I have now, I did build it in two days for the bodysuit and a night for all my, my armor pieces and my cape. But 
in that night, it was six hours of straight work, and then the two days I worked almost straight through custom patterning everything, double checking fitting. I pretty much didn't sleep for two days. Because so, like, when I, uh, so like, like when you get conventions, I mean, like when you get builds like uh, costumes like that, it's never gonna be like it's gonna take me a few days. It's like it could take me for a long time, right? Look at Kamui cosplay. She's one I definitely mm-hmm. consider cosplay elite, and I know that she's a her husband and wife team. He does the the airbrushing and the painting and the detailing. She does the the building side of things, and then she wears the costumes. Um, the mon- the Zingore Monster Hunter armor she just built took her three months she does and she actually has a lot of books and tutorials out i still want to buy a couple of her books because i'd love to do some armored costumes and i can't build armor but i would love to learn um yes no she is absolutely brilliant i would love to meet her she's either russian or swedish her name's svetlana uh no absolutely brilliant and they really show She'll upload in-progress pictures. She's got armor and costumes with full LED functionality. She's wonderful. She's definitely one of my favorites. Well, is your Harley that you have now the longest one that it took for you to do? Yeah, definitely. Uh, when it comes to like uh, the the actual building of the costume and stuff, do you do a lot of sketches pre like like you would do in theater for costume, or you just like get into no, it? No, no, I'll get online because. I can only draw well enough to do a costume sketch, but that skill has really gotten lax because I haven't used it. Um, I will go online and I will find concept art. I will find reference pictures and concept art for what I want because, like I said, I really like to try to be screen accurate. Mm-hmm. So I can find good screen caps and good promotional photos and use that. Cool. Uh, to get ready to end here real quick, um, let you go. What would be the one thing about cosplay that you say is the most enjoyable? Cosplay is my social life. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> um, I like making people smile. I like, like I said, kids. I love watching kids' faces light up. I still remember I was taking a picture with Nightmare Batman. I think it was, and like I, he had me in handcuffs because I was in my Harley. I was sitting on the ground. I had my hands up in the handcuff, and you know he had, had me by the handcuff. We were taking a photo. Now, the handcuffs were mine, so he was going to walk away. I hadn't even gotten to take my hands out of the handcuff when I hear, Harley Quinn! And suddenly there's this <laughs> small child in a dress dropping herself in my lap. And it's like, hi, where'd you come from? <laughs> what? What's going on? But it was just the sheer joy that like this child legitimately thought she was meeting harley quinn when i can do that for kids that's what i love yeah uh well i really appreciate you like uh talking with us today and uh, i had a lot of fun discussing like and i love your harley quinn like i said my favorite is probably your cat woman i just love and it seems like every photo with that one turns out great too like uh cat photographs much better but in person harley is definitely my most impressive well if i ever get to a convention where you're at i'll i'll you definitely to try to uh i want to it depends on if i can get off work for it <laughs> i will be at megacon at least three days saturday is always my harley day oh cool and you know like i said sometimes you gotta go crazy to stay sane <laughs> <laughs> uh 
So where would people be able to find you online? Let people know. Uh, Harlequin Arts Cosplay and Crafts on Facebook. If you search um, facebook.com slash Harlequin Arts Cosplay, that should come right up. Harlequin Arts, like Harlequin the, the Jester, and then Arts not Harley Quinn. I picked the name before I cosplayed the character. <laughs> Um, and then Harlequin underscore arts on Instagram. There should be links to my Etsy. I make different nerd things. I make Jane hats from Firefly. I've got prints up. Cool. Um, and like I said, I'm a case by case. So if you do want a commission, message me and we can talk and see if it's something I would be willing to do. Cool. And I'll put all the links for those when I upload the episode and stuff. Fantastic. Give a listen to the podcast series Brain Leakage as we live podcast every single episode of Doctor Who from An Unearthly Child on. Yes, today is a set point in time. You can't change that. Not even a Time Lord could. Brain Leakage on Tin Pod Radio. Yeah.